just Jill and today we're going to talk about Christianity and intentional dating. So today we're going to talk about Christian dating and how that works in this day and age. Obviously we've had this worldwide pandemic so I think a lot of people have had to operate dates on Zoom or maybe there's been more people on dating websites but I'm going to talk about the dating process and the mindset and the challenges I've faced myself and the conversations that I've had with other people and the struggles they've had in this area because I just want to bring a bit of light to a situation I think sometimes we can be a little bit afraid to talk about or we can only talk at it from one angle like well Boaz found Ruth when she was gleaning in the field and um, which is true but there's no cookie cutter outline for how this stuff works however I do believe there are some principles that we can bring into our dating life to hopefully help us to meet the right person whilst I say that I don't believe there is one right person for everyone having said that I'm not talking and encouraging you to go out there and just go out with everyone but what I mean by that is I think there are negotiables and there are non-negotiables some of those I think the word is quite clear about and then there are some that are a bit more of a grey area and I think we have to decide within ourselves what things we can carry and what things we can't as Christian people that are trying to live out our true calling before God so we're going to talk about that today. First off we're going to talk about intentionality in dating. Now this is a conversation I've had with so many of my girlfriends. Let's not beat around the bush, we want men to be intentional. I've been really thinking about that concept and what that actually means as women of God and men of God and how we can navigate that in this season, especially in the middle of like a worldwide pandemic where we can't actually meet up with people. We There have been moments obviously when we had less strict regulations so we could go out for a coffee and meet somebody or even have a Zoom call or a WhatsApp call, which in some ways could be seen as a barrier. I tend to go from it from a different angle and think it's actually quite a positive thing because it means that we're more invested in actually getting to know the person and not basing a decision on just the physical. Having said that, you can still see a person on Zoom, so that's not, I guess that doesn't really count. But what I mean by that is that we have to actually get to know the person. We can't run away and just kind of go on big adventures with each other and eat the best food in the best restaurants because we don't have that option right now. So what do we do? Sometimes I think as women, we really want a man to be intentional. And here's where I think sometimes it goes a little bit pear-shaped. We want intentionality. We want if someone asks us out on a date for them to follow through and that is perfectly fine and perfectly acceptable. I think once sometimes what we're missing is the fact that some people are going to come to this situation a little bit broken. Some people are going to come from destructive relationships, perhaps they've made mistakes in the past, perhaps they are a little bit more broken than we would have liked them to be. I think sometimes we have this really warped view of someone that's going to come packaged up with no issues, no character flaws, no nothing to work on, and it's just not realistic. Having said that, I do believe that we should come to relationships healthy. I don't think we should step into relationships if we're not willing to deal with our stuff, whether that be hurt from the past or things that have happened in our past, our childhood, whatever it is. We need to come healthy. But healthy doesn't mean 
that all the healing has necessarily happened now. I think healthy is I have other relationships that can help me to overcome some of the things and the battles that I've dealt with or some of the things I'm still discovering about my Christianity and I'm not relying on this dating partner to fulfill what only God and my personal relationships like my friendship and my mentors and all those people I have around me can fill. So on the flip side of that I'm saying that sometimes we can expect intentionality from the get-go um, when someone hasn't even made up their mind whether they like us or not and I'm not talking about like us like fancy us but sometimes people are still figuring out like is this someone I can vibe with is this someone that I can have a conversation about the things that matter in life and we're wanting intentionality from the get-go having said that there's this I think we can jump too soon and expect intentionality way too early on but there is the flip side of it in that we are living in such a swipeable culture in such a drive-through culture that I think sometimes we're not intentional enough about I want to go out with this person for a coffee because I think they're attractive and that's actually okay like I think sometimes as Christians we're like oh I need to pray about it and see if it's the Lord's leading or I need to see if God has specifically put this person in my path and sometimes you're not gonna know until you actually go on that date with that person or that coffee if you're too freaked out to call it a date because you're a commitment foe because let's face it some of us are so sometimes you've just got to do it you've just got to go this isn't a marriage proposal if I go out for one coffee I'm not liable to have to spend the rest of my life with this person but there's something there that I like so I'm going to explore that on the flip side of saying that sometimes we can expect intentionality from the get-go and we expect too much, which I think we can do because we've watched so many Hollywood movies where the train doors open and they see each other and then that's it, they're together for life, that I think we forget the other side of the scale, which is if you say you're going to do something, just do it it's not just do I think they're fit or do I think they're sexy it's what what is this person's purpose in life what where do they see themselves what are their values how do they handle money how are they how do they treat people that they don't know how are they with their family what is their relationship with their family there's lots of things to uncover and even can we banter can we humor together do we find the same things funny because a lot of relationships this is what we tend to forget but a lot of relationships are the mundane they're not the whole glamorous like let's go out for a meal and put on our best outfits and take loads of selfies and put them all over instagram there's a time and place for that don't get me wrong but a lot of relationships are two people just hanging out together so you want to know can i hang out with this person can i just chill with them and watch a movie can I just be with them over dinner and laugh at the same things all those little things are, those are the little moments that are going to make a relationship not how good they look on the beach or whatever like as much as we want to be physically attracted there's so much more to what comes into a partnership than that one example that I have of this um, which I'm happy to share because I think that it was something that honoured both people is a guy that I actually went out with I met him through a friend and we went on a date and do you know this guy was gorgeous he had a good job he was lovely but I just didn't feel our personalities really I felt like the conversation didn't really flow 
I felt it was kind of, we were on different pages. We had some different values. Our humor wasn't the same. There were, there were a few things that I just thought, oh, I, as gorgeous as you are, I just don't think that we are a good match. It was a nice date. There was nothing wrong. He wasn't rude to me. As far as I remember, I wasn't rude to him. But it just wasn't for me. And said person got in touch with me and was like, I would like to go out again. And I actually said, I thought to myself, I've got two choices in this scenario. I can go out with him again, even though I'm quite sure within my instinct that we're not on the same wavelength. And this isn't someone that I'm attracted to enough to explore further. Or I can be really honest, say they're a great guy which I did genuinely think. I wasn't just trying to, you know, cushion the blow. And just say, I think you're wonderful. I think there's a woman out there for you, but I just don't think I'm that person. Because there's specific things I've asked God for in a partner, which are godly things. Um, and some things just character things. Like, I really like someone that can make me laugh. Like, I want to be in hysterics, like, throughout my whole relationship with someone. For some of my friends, that's not a massively important thing. But for me, that's important. And I don't think that's a sin to want that. So I did. I ended up texting this guy and saying, I think you're amazing. I think you've got a lot to offer someone. I just don't think I'm that person. I don't think the chemistry was really there. And he texts back and he said, thank you for being so honest. I kind of agree with you, but I just wanted to see if there was anything further. So I felt really encouraged by that because I was like, well, he's kind of thinking the same thing. And maybe he just wanted to see if there was anything further. But I think it was quite obvious that we weren't really vibing with each other. And I felt much better within myself just being honest and saying, this isn't really for me. I say that because I've had some instances with guys, and I know that we're all a bit broken and we're all just trying to figure this out, where I felt like I've been strung along. Or someone has said they wanted to hang out. And then on the day, they weren't intentional enough. And to be honest, perhaps that's just, they're just not that into me. And that's actually, you know, perfectly okay. We, we can't be into everyone. But if you say you're going to go out with someone, just go out with them. Like, don't be like, oh, I'd love to see you again. And then two weeks go by and you haven't messaged. I wouldn't treat my friends like that. If I say to my best friend, let's meet for a coffee in the week, next week. I'm going to text her in a couple of days. And I'm going to say, are we still meeting for that coffee? Because that's just polite. It's human etiquette. But I've had people that have gone out on a day and then literally been like, I've had such a great time. They've texted me when I got in to see if I've got home okay. And I've never heard from them again. And honestly, I would just prefer people to say, I've had a nice time. Don't add the bit about seeing me again if you don't want to see me again. Because what happened is with one of the people that I can remember in particular is they said, oh, let's do this again. And then they kept cancelling every time we went to meet up. And to me, that is a lack of intention. And it's also, more importantly, a lack of integrity. Because I'm a big girl. I'm quite confident in myself. If you don't find me attractive, I'm actually all right with that. Like... I'm okay, I just want to know, so I'm not thinking that there's potential with someone. And then I haven't taken a date with a really cute guy over here because I've thought that you were into me. So I think we just need to make ourselves clear, good communication is a must.
don't Casper the friendly ghost or Casper the not so friendly ghost people because it's just not nice and you wouldn't do it to a friend so don't do it to somebody that you especially someone that okay maybe later on you've decided that you're not massively into them but at some point you thought you liked them enough to go out for a coffee with them or go for lunch with them so we must have the decency to at least say I don't think I want to do that anymore like that's actually okay people one thing people don't like is being held in the dark they don't like not having answers so just be direct you don't have to be hurtful but be honest and don't pursue someone unless you really think you're going to follow through with that. Please just don't do it. It's not nice behaviour. What's interesting to me is in the Bible, there are not a lot of examples of dating. But we're living in a culture where it's very easy for us to date. Well, not so much this year in the 2020s because we've been in a pandemic. We've been shut in our houses a lot of that time. So we haven't been able to just stroll into Starbucks or we haven't been able to just go for a drink at the local bar because they're not open. But we are living in a day and age that even when things are shut down, we've got Zoom, we've got Skype, we've got a lot of options for connecting with people and just getting to know them. This is where it can be a bit confusing because in the Bible, there it was mainly just, there were lots of different ways that relationships came about. Joseph and Mary was kind of an arranged marriage. Isaac and Rebecca were put together by God's revelation to Abraham's servants. And then you've got the likes of Ruth and Boaz. She had been given advice from Naomi to work in the fields and she was in the fields seeking provision for food and she was working and gleaning in the field and she met Boaz who was the owner of that field. Now what I love about this is not that I think we should have arranged marriages because that's so not 2020 or 2021 we're not under the law we're under grace we're under what jesus did on the cross so we don't have to have arranged marriages hallelujah thank you praise you lord but i like the fact that all these scenarios are different and what does that tell us that tells us that there's not an a to z of how we meet someone in a relationship so let's keep open hearts let's keep ourselves open and and keep watching and praying because you never know who you might meet and it might be someone you would initially have overlooked but there are people out there that want to meet someone so let's just be aware of that i'm not saying that you have to wait for a revelation from god i'm not saying that you have to be gleaning in the field but be open to there might your scenario might be different to your friends just because your friend went on christian connection and met someone that might not be your path just because your friend had a revelation and a dream from god that might not be your path understand how God speaks to you and take some time to get to learn that and then you'll know who you're naturally drawn to and you'll know who to go out on dates with and who not to what I do like about some of the biblical stories is there were people that knew they wanted to be married and knew they wanted a partner and there wasn't a lot of procrastination in the bible and that's what I really like Abraham had the vision Isaac and Rebecca got together from that vision. Joseph and Mary arranged marriage. Ruth and Boaz, she was working in the field. He snapped her up. I don't think men did this whole ghosting thing because it just wasn't a thing. People didn't have phones then, granted. But you don't hear a lot of stories in the Bible about a man being interested in a woman and then suddenly just disappearing, or vice versa. You don't hear it because people were a lot more intentional. 
maybe because they didn't have cell phones, they didn't have the internet, they didn't know that they could go home and look at 10 other people and decide whether they might be a better option. So they, when they saw somebody they liked, they moved, they did something. Yes, there were people that had visions, but they still had to put an action behind that for the vision to come to pass. I think we're really, really guilty in this day and age of meeting someone we like and they tick some boxes, but they don't tick all the boxes. And then we just count them off because they're not perfect. And I think it's really dangerous. I've done it myself. I'm, you know, I'm guilty of it myself. But I think we have to be really careful of not giving people a chance from date one. That might sound a bit contradictory when I told you the story earlier about the guy that I said, oh, this isn't really for me. But I think there's a few people we can have chemistry with. And for me, I know quite quickly if I've got chemistry with somebody or not. And my friends know me well enough to know that I'm not massively picky that sounds really bad but I you know there's a few people that I fancy and I know so I think for me just knowing my kind of character I was very confident to go in that stage this isn't really for me but what I see happening in modern culture having said all of that is people that actually do genuinely like people, but because it's not 100% from God, they haven't had the sign or that they would just disregard it because they're just thinking that there's something better around the corner. And these are people that actually like people and they'll just, or they've maybe been discouraged by other dating relationships so they won't move ahead. And that's really sad because you just could miss out on like the love of your life because maybe there's one thing on your list that, they didn't have. When I talk about lists, this is another really interesting thing for Christians. I think we need to have our lists, but I think we need to be careful of the things that stay on them and the things that we disregard because there's some things that I think are non-negotiables. For a Christian, I think someone who's got a teachable spirit is really important. Not to be taught by you, but someone that can be taught by God. Someone that is okay with saying sorry when they're wrong. Someone that is open to faith for me that's in Jesus for me it's a non-negotiable that someone would be a Christian because I just talk about it so much even now that I can't imagine being in a relationship and not being able to express that part of who I am so there are non-negotiables um, for everyone and they will differ from person to person a non-negotiable is is somebody generous are they thoughtful are they kind it's you know how do they treat waiters? How do they treat people that they don't know? Those are things that are non-negotiables because those are the things you're going to deal with in everyday life. Negotiables may be things like, do they love music as much as me? As much as that's important, I prefer somebody that when I wake up every day, that they're teachable enough to want to enter my world a little bit and want to know about the things that interest me. Then I don't want to count that off when that might be something that could be teachable to that person. So I think be aware of your negotiables and your non-negotiables. It's actually okay to have them. Some people go way too far with this kind of stuff. Like some people are like, well, if he's like six foot two and he's not like, I want six foot one or below. And if he's six foot two, it just can't happen. I think things like that are very superficial and they're ridiculous personally. But it's okay to like, maybe like guys a bit more that have brown hair, but be open to the fact that you may, may meet someone who's blonde, hello. So what are my takeaways from this? Be intentional. If you like someone, 
go for it. If you're a woman, I would say I'm a little bit old-fashioned in that I like a man to pursue. I think a lot of my Christian ladies also are on the same page with me as that. But be open to the fact that you can show that you're interested. Be fun. Be who you are. Be who you are when you're with your girlfriend. Drop hints if you must. Don't be unclassy. Keep it classy. But it's actually okay. I think as Christians, we need to start being okay that we have needs and we want to be married and we want to be with someone that we can share that part of our life with it's okay we need to stop being okay with that so be intentional communicate well if someone isn't if you don't know where you stand with someone ask them like let's use wisdom god is it too soon ask your girlfriends take wise counsel i have girlfriends that know i can be very impulsive so if i like someone i'm all the guns are blazing and they're like jill I love you, but I can see something here and I think you just need to take your time and wait before asking him. So communication, but it's all to do with communication in God's timing and with wise counsel and wisdom. Stop expecting perfection from somebody when it's only Jesus that is perfect there are things that are non-negotiable but stop expecting perfection from people that are still growing in God just like you are and I'm saying this to myself as well because I think a lot of us are being held back by these unrealistic standards that we have and we wouldn't have these unrealistic standards on a friend so stop doing it to people that are potential partners I think we really need to remember that Jesus died on the cross for sin so people may have sin in their past but if they've repented and if they're working on themselves if they want to be better and if they're pursuing God just be open to that conversation we're always waiting for perfection and some people aren't just sitting in their room singing the hallelujah chorus some people have been through stuff and it's not that we permit sin and it's not that we encourage people to never heal but we have to understand that sometimes great people are great people because they've been through it they've come out the other side and they're better for it they don't intend to go back again but be willing to have that conversation be willing to see past appearances one thing i've really learned is not all that glitters is gold i've seen some of the most beautiful people um and not just physically they will say all the right things they will be intentional and do all of those things but over time, their character comes through and it isn't very godly. And there's more to godliness than just putting something on your Insta bio. Um, I'm a Christian and I love the Lord. It's how you treat people. It's what is in your heart. Are you a loving person? Do you apologize when you're wrong? Do you want to be better? Do you, do you look out for people? Are you thoughtful? All those things. Look for those things and just be open and stop counting people out because of superficial things that can be things that are so minor when you get to know someone. Have you noticed how when you get to know someone, sometimes when they're really attractive, they become less attractive if their personality is not pretty. And also the reverse can be true. Someone that is maybe not your initial type to begin with, but who has some amazing characteristics and who is charismatic can suddenly become really attractive because there's more than just the packaging sometimes just because somebody isn't quoting scripture every time they open their mouth it doesn't mean they haven't got the fruits of the spirit love joy peace they may really just let their life talk so let's be open let's not want deceit obviously 
But let's try and see beyond the initial picture and let's be open to the fact that God might break some of the initial stereotypes we had for what our future partners will look like. I am a single woman, so I don't know everything, but I have dated enough to know that sometimes I've had some blind spots where I, I maybe needed to look at some of these things a bit more. And this advice is mainly coming from conversations I've had between myself and God and being open to meeting the love of my life and I still believe is coming and also conversations with my female friends and what they found in this process as well. Do write me and let me know what you think of this because I think it's quite a an interesting subject. I think it's something that people really want to talk about and get on the other side of to date in a healthier way and I think there needs to be more dating in the Christian realm I think sometimes we're too scared of it and it's like God created sex he created sex for marriage do not get it twisted right I'm not like for me I'm waiting till I'm married am I a virgin no but when I became born again I gave that part of my life to God and that's something that you we all personally need to work out with God that's the journey I'm on but it's actually okay to be attracted to people, guys. Just because you're a Christian, it doesn't... Let's not let the enemy steal marriage from the church. We're already in a pandemic where we can't get married as quick as we would used to be able to. So let's really invest in getting to know the right people so that when we can marry again, that we'll make the right choice and we will move forward with somebody that is healthy and appropriate for us. But let's not be frightened of seeing what's out there. For me, dating on websites, I don't really like it. For some people, that might work. But just keep an open heart. Pray to God about what that means to you. Thank you for joining me for this Just Jill podcast vlog. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, do leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Um, let me know what your dating experiences have been like, either as a Christian or a non-Christian. I'm obviously coming from the Christian perspective because I, that is my whole life. You know, I'm, I really love Jesus. And for me, it's all about that. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Keep your eyes and ears open for the next Just Jill and I will see you very soon. Lots of love.